It's time for Speaking of Speaking, quick tips and tools to take you from stage fright to spotlight. This podcast gives you an inside look from the world of public speaking and speaking secrets you need to be bold from the stage, no matter what business you're in. The host of Speaking of Speaking, Carl Richards. Thank you, Matt. Yes, it's another edition of the Speaking of Speaking podcast, continuing our five-part series on storytelling on the theme of I just got back from my trip to Cuba. So far, we've talked about people, we've talked about history, geography, food, and today, something we're going to do a deeper dive into is actually something that we've covered indirectly through this whole series, and we're going to talk about experiences, because a lot of our stories do come from experiences, so it's not that we're talking about experiences, it's how we talk about experiences, because what typically happens when we're talking about experiences We just give the basics, right? We don't give the full picture. We just do a couple of brushstrokes and expect that people will be able to fill in the blanks. Or we give a a lighter version of the story. We don't peel back those layers of the onion, if I can use that analogy, to give a deeper, more, in some cases, critical or personal story. We just give the basics. So today what I want to do is run down some experiences or tips for experiences for your stories that that you're sharing. So you really want to talk about, first off, you want to talk about what you did. And you want it to be raw and you want it to be real. You want to be able to peel back those layers of the onion. So people really start to create that know, like, and trust factor with you. Because if they know you and they like you and they trust you and they can relate to you, there's a better chance that they will be doing business with you or they'll be able to refer you or something along those lines. All right. It does speak to your credibility. It solidifies it actually. And it also makes the story more credible, especially as you continue to peel back those layers of the onion. Now, there are some tips for that. If it's a story that is evolving in your life right now, and you're overcoming some some trauma, or you've had something happen that really requires you to recover from that. For me, for example, it was overcoming stuttering, which was traumatic enough, but certainly not as traumatic as certain other people's experiences. Maybe they've ex- they've escaped war, they've escaped some type of abuse or something like that. So in those cases, you really have to be past the, tra- the trauma in order for it to be something that you can speak about, because you don't want to break down when you're sharing those experiences. As I said, making it relatable to the audience is very important and making sure that it's your story. It really should be your story. And the reason for that is so you don't get lost in the facts. You don't get lost in the translation of that story. You know, one of my favorite stories is not my story at all, and it's the story of the Wright brothers and the Wright brothers when they achieved flight. And by the way, I'm paraphrasing this story. It's not my story. It's one I've heard told many times by many different people. But this is the this is the nuts and bolts of the story. The Wright brothers achieved flight at Kitty Hawk. They were so thrilled and so impressed that this had happened. They couldn't wait to tell their family. Now, what you may or may not know about the Wright brothers is they owned a bicycle repair shop, so they fixed bikes and sold bikes. And they achieved flight it was somewhere around it, it was in December. And again, this is me paraphrasing because (laughs) it's not my story, right? It was in December. So what they did, the way people communicated back then, there was no radio, there was no television, there was no text messaging. How people communicated was through wires, through telegrams. So what they did was they sent a telegram to their sister back home with the good news. 
And the telegram read something like this. Achieved flight for however many seconds it was. I believe it was about 43 seconds. Achieved flight 43 seconds will be home for Christmas. And then they sent it off and their sister received the telegram. She was so thrilled and so excited. She couldn't wait to share that news with the world either. So she ran to her local newspaper because she knew she had this instinct that it was going to change history. So she ran to her local newspaper with the good news and handed it to the editor. And the headline in the paper the next day read something like, local bicycle shop owners to be home for Christmas. So they totally missed the fact that humans flew for the first time. (laughs) So that's me paraphrasing that story. Now, you probably heard some inconsistencies. You maybe even heard some false starts, mistakes, because it wasn't my story. If it's your story, even if you make a mistake, it's still more believable. But me relating a story that's not mine... Firstly, I would dig up the facts first. I would have to dig up all of those facts to make sure that I know them inside out and backwards. And I didn't before I recorded this episode. Full disclosure, I know the story. I just went by the memory that I have right now, (laughs) which, you know, let's face it. Our memories are not the greatest. So if I was telling the story on a stage, on a physical stage, then I would make sure that I knew that story inside out and backwards. But for the sake of the exercise, I just proved the point that if it's not your story, it's sometimes hard to remember all the facts and sometimes the facts get miscommunicated. If it's your story, even if you make a mistake, people won't know it's a mistake because it's your story. They're, they will believe that you're telling them the truth, okay? And that's why it's important to be raw and real and not just skate over some of it. You really want to start peeling back the layers of the onions. So here are some of the pro tips that we're going to go over here. When you're setting the scene, when you're talking about experiences, you want to give the when, the where, the what, the who, the why, and possibly the how, okay? So the five W's and the one H. So in talking about Cuba, I could say when? It was winter 2023. Where? Cuba. What were we doing? We were on a trip to see Havana. Who was I with? I was with my husband, Jeff. Why were we going or why were we there? We hadn't seen Havana. It would would have been the first time that we would have been there. And Havana has a lot of history. So we were really curious about what the city was like. We've heard a lot of great things about the city. And the how could be something like, how did you feel? How did it make you feel? How did this come to being? Let me take the, how did it come to being? Because we originally had another excursion planned. And the other excursion we had planned was, I believe it was the the Jeep excursion. The problem with the Jeep excursion is because there's a shortage of vehicles right now in Cuba, we weren't guaranteed that we would get a Jeep to do the excursion. And when they don't have enough Jeeps, what they do is they still do the excursion, but they pack you into a bus and they just do the excursion that way. Well, we've been on the Jeep excursion before, had a great time doing it, thought, hey, let's do that again. But then when we heard, nah, I could end up sitting on a bus all day. We figured if we're going to sit on a bus, may as well sit on a bus going to Havana and learn something and be someplace that we hadn't been before. So that's why we opted to go to Havana for that particular trip. Okay, so that's the five W's and the one H. What emotion is it evoking? That could get to the how. That could be the how piece. How did you feel? How did it make you feel? I'll, I'll, I'll be quite honest. I was intrigued. I was very happy that we had the chance to go to Havana. I was very blessed to 
really see the people. And it really made me feel, thinking about what I had back home, I really had a huge sense of gratitude for all of the things that we just take for granted every day. Being able to go to the bank, for example, and take out as much money as we need or want, or being able to, if we need to go buy certain items, we can just go to the grocery store or your local pharmacy and do it without question. They always have, or pretty much would always have a full supply of that. It's not that way in Cuba. So there was a huge sense of gratitude that I had from that. So again, the emotion, and then make sure it's your story. I gave the example as to why to make sure it's your story, given the Wright brothers example. And that's why you want to make sure that you're keeping a list of things that happen in your life daily. And you don't have to make a huge process or project out of this. You can keep a note on your phone and then once a week, take all those notes on your phone. And maybe if you have a spreadsheet or something, especially if you are a speaker, if you are a speaker or you use speaking as a way to promote your business, keep a list of all the things that happen to you in your life. Everything from bad traffic to maybe somebody you met or something that happened when you were walking one day, all of those things can can be the scenery or the experience that you're going to share. And you never know when that opportunity will present itself. So that wraps up the five-part series talking about experiences, the five W's and the one H. Make sure you're evoking some emotion because emotion will cause your audience to act and then make sure it's your story. So I hope that these five things that we've talked about, the people, the history, the geography, the food, and the experiences has helped you or given you enough insight for when you have to craft your stories as you create your presentations as well. So thanks for joining me on this five-part series. And remember, as you continue your journey as a speaker, get out there and own the platform. Thanks for listening to the Speaking of Speaking podcast. Fired up about something you heard today? Want to learn more? Be sure to visit carlspeaks.ca. And don't forget to follow Carl on Twitter at carlrichard72 or join the Facebook group Speaking of Speaking. 